0: Hey, what's happening? What's going on? How are y'all doing? Well, we have some shit to talk about tonight on the Sound of Black and Brown. I have a very interesting situation here happening in Connecticut. But how are y'all doing? How are y'all feeling? Did y'all have a good time these last few days? You know, self-care is really, really necessary. So make sure you sit back and take a minute and take in some time for you. It's really important because some of people, some of us don't have that privilege. Imagine that just being able to sit there in your coach and do nothing is a privilege to some, for instance, the incarcerated recently here in Connecticut, more specifically earlier this month, right here in Connecticut. um, At the Southbury facility, I believe it's Garner guard Anthony Marlach, who had been fired for anti-muslim rhetoric and behavior this man was fired investigated and fired it was proven that aside himself few of him and his buddies little islamophobia happening there right you know and i mean this was allowed for quite some time so just imagine you're incarcerated okay let's just start there Let's pretend your charges are, you know, they caught you with some, some weed and they hand you up for that. Damn shit, you're in jail. And you're Muslim. Just imagine what that must have been. This white man who has no problem abusing his privilege. Well, so Anthony Marlak, Marlak, M-A-R-L-A-K Um, I really don't give a fuck about how I pronounce it because I'm getting aggravated. He used use of force on a black prisoner. And it wasn't just him; he had, you know, other guards join in on beating up one of these prisoners. What? For nothing. We have the video; we we have it on our media. Go check it out if you want to see it yourself. We have the footage. You see, you see the inmate standing there minding his good old business, and next thing you know, here comes Marlack and his goons. Punching the fuck out of him, beating his ass, all of that for what? Why is this okay? No, I'm mad about that. But wait, I'm not done being mad yet. I see Manny just jump in here. Hey, Manny. Now, here's the other thing I'm pissed about, and this is just me. You know, you can or you cannot join me. It doesn't matter. I'll still be pissed. We have so many people who have no job, no house, no food no transportation. I mean, things not looking so fantastic, right? And, you know, <laughs> things aren't looking fantastic, right? But our tax dollars, we're working hard out here. For those of you who are not local, it's really expensive to be poor in Connecticut. Let me tell you. I My heart goes out to that in me, for real, for real, because that's what we could see. I see, Ramon just jumped on the call. Ramon, salam Alaikum, my brother. How did you feel? Did you see that footage that I'm referring to? With
1: yeah, I, I saw there was it was quite a quite a bit of footage on him. Yes, um, you want to share something Yeah, to but let actually, folks but know it, who he with, is.
0: Do you know who that is, Hmm, Ramon? <laughs>
1: well, <Do> you have. <laughs> He seems like he probably came on, I don't know if he was on around the same time when he joined, like, you know, cause I, you know, um, but it doesn't surprise me. I don't personally, but the, the interesting thing is, thing is that, so, you know, um, so, you know, I've been in, you know, talks with, you know, I know a lot of people. So one of the people that I work with, their supervisor in the DOC, you know, an African-American and I, you know, I was like, hey, I said, you know, this guy. They were like, "Oh yeah." Mind you, this is a supervisor in the DOC. There, they said this guy's real racist. But I know his types and his likes of in that. Like, you know, I had to, you know, experience that and be immersed in that type of environment. You know, especially in CT. You know, to know, you know, you know the, you know, those types. You know of individuals. You know what have you and and but I, yeah, I, I have seen footage. Yes. You know, I'm definitely not surprised.
0: No, because you know, let me give you a little backdrop he... on him. Let me tell you about this guy real okay. quick. Come, come here, Ramon. Let me and you talk for a second. So let me tell you about this asshole Marlack, right? So a few years ago, um, a friend of mine, Muslim brother, he is, uh, at the time, was a correctional officer. And, you know, he express what was going on with this particular individual which was the islamophobia which was the kkk symbols which was the nazi rules that kind of shit. and so what would happen is and this is a correctional officer sharing his experience working with this jackass he witnessed him you know being very verbally abusive to muslim particularly muslim inmates right And of course, the black and the Latinos, you know, and very, you know, abusive of his power, always trying to start a fight with somebody, always trying to get somebody in the pen, all of that. So eventually enough, um, you know, of his peers were able to successfully provide testimony, right? Because what would happen is, is that while my friend, my Muslim brother is trying to defend his job. See, because in this shit whole fucking country, the black and brown job security is how they fuck with us the most. They love using that. Right? So my friend comes to Black and Brown United in action. You know, we're all in this together, you know, all under Islam and he's telling me what's going on. And then he's telling me the problem is is that there's other people who's witnessing stuff. They're seeing they're seeing the abuse of power. They're watching this man do all this shit, but they can't say nothing because their dog's getting threatened. That will eventually be somewhat what happens to him because that's what they do. When you try to speak out, they retaliate, right? Now, in this case, Ramon, you saw that shit. Can you share, for those who haven't seen it yet, what you saw in so many words, if you don't mind?
1: Yeah, I mean, like I said, I mean, I you know, unfortunately, you know, I had to experience a lot of that, you know, even with the, you know, Islamic thing, you know, I've had to stand, you know, naked for 20 minutes in front of like 12 guards, you know, surrounded by them, tempting me to fight back so they can charge me in give me more time in prison
0: and just to be clear this happened you right know. here in Connecticut because you know they talk about yeah, yeah guys, they talk about summer, Connecticut being progressive right so I'm just want to be sure so they had yeah, you hey, naked God, I'm getting mad all so cool. over again Manny they had you naked and because you're Muslim they were belittling you is that what you just said yeah they took that's what my I heard
1: they, they, they wiped my sneakers on the kufi oh yeah it was it was atrocious and i'm like yo! Know, and i'm just like inside just burning up like you know they're hiding behind that patch state sanctioned terrorism
0: well it's just like the video i was just describing it i mean i from my view i didn't see the inmate manny i don't know feel free to chime in i don't know if you got a chance to look at the video but to me the inmate the black inmate right he was doing nothing i didn't see him bothering anybody i didn't see him doing any of that but i saw marlac and his friends beating his ass is that what you saw on?
1: yeah no i definitely saw that i mean i i've seen the you know excessiveness there was no type of it, it looked like there really wasn't any attempt
0: nothing because to Excuse me it looked like situation. he was just
1: because if somebody was to me correct to me if i'm
0: wrong it looked like he was just going to try to go into the common area and talk to somebody real quick and then they just confronted him. Is, is that what it looked like to you? I mean, or...
1: Yeah. I mean, like, you know, I it, it looked like I said, like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know, I couldn't hear audio, so I don't know what the initial, you know, situation was. It's, far, but once it's they really these far. People...
0: It's like really, really light audio because where it's being taken from. So you're going to get what you get. It's as good as it could get. You hear more of, like, to me, I heard more of like the people closer to the person doing the video, which was okay because to me, you didn't need to hear the audio to see that shit because from what I saw, I didn't see him mouthing off. I didn't see him push nobody. I didn't see any need for that. But then Marlac rolled up on him like, yo, what? And just started popping off. Manny, yeah. how you feel hearing all this shit over there? Let me hear from Gen Z. What you think about all of this?
2: I mean, I think it goes without saying that um, obviously it's very disheartening and discouraging to hear. Um, you know, too often do we see uh, such oppression of the marginalized population of this country. And mm-hmm. we see it in so many different ways, right? But I think regardless of the way that it is shown, it's still very much the bottom line, the very simple basic fact that it is oppression, right? Um, And then, you know, you you take a look at the perpetrators, right? The harbingers of this oppression. And, you know, it's... It's obvious that there are some patterns there, you know? Um, and then it's also obvious as to the patterns that help retain and sustain the suppression, right? So, yeah, it, it's, you know, absolutely disheartening to hear. Uh, it, it does make me upset <laughs> because. You know, I, I never, ever am fond of hearing uh, such injustices being carried out. Um, but at the same time, and I say this with, with, with such a reluctance um, and, and, and with the feeling of I wish I didn't have to say it. right? But unfortunately, I'm not surprised.
0: That's a damn shame that I'm hearing the sadness in your voice. Like you're so Manny is on track for office. He's on that track. And you know, the sad thing is in our conversations, one of the things that we go back and forth on is this word democracy. Don't we, Manny? Yes. Justice because this man was fired. You understand what I'm saying? Officer Marlac was fired. Y'all knew he had these habits. Why the fuck would you bring him back? You heard what Ramon just said. No, Ramon has a record. He now, as a Muslim, a Latino Muslim man, he gets judged just by those two terms. Tell me if I'm wrong, Ramon, if you're able to. You know, because when you go on a job, that's what they hear. That's what they know right? This motherfucker is a white supremacist and proud and you all rehired him. My tax dollars, I don't know about you all, but it it is expensive to be poor in this state. And I am highly offended that this is what my tax money is going toward. When I know there are people without jobs, housing, food, education, but keep going, Manny. Jesus Christ, I got to go check my blood pressure. Keep going, (laughs) man. Listen. (laughs)
2: No, you're right. You're right. It's, It's infuriating to know that our tax dollars end up going towards the funding of these individuals and being able to carry out these very, very same unjust actions that they are doing i mean you think about it and it's like we're quite literally quite literally paying for them to be there and this is what they're doing with those funds right this is what they're doing with those positions and And he
0: threw that man around like a ping pong and it wasn't just him he had help that's what made it worse right there was no need for use of force Connecticut didn't we just pass a whole friggin law manny yeah, didn't we just
2: ability bill yeah
0: where where were we Did, was that just my imagination because I'm telling you but keep going
2: yeah you're right it's like you know we do so much we do so much in trying to push society forward, we introduce new legislation, we rally, we march, we protest. You know, we do everything we possibly can, right? To prevent these types of things happening. Or when they happen to have actual consequences to the perpetrators. Right? We do so much. And yet it, it it's like it's, it's still still doesn't deter them. They still have such confidence, such confidence that they can go ahead, do these absolutely horrid acts and get away with it. I mean, they are steadfast in that in that position, in that standpoint, right? And so here we are, you know, walking miles, spending days and nights, months, weeks, years, right? Putting our, 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 our hands, uh, you know, on uh, uh, every battle and every movement that we can. And they just sit there. They see all of it. They don't care still. They go ahead. They do whatever type of actions they're going to do. And sit there with a smile on their face. Because at the end of the day, again, it's that confidence that nothing is actually going to happen to them. And that to me is a root problem that we have had in this country since the very founding of it. Is that there are those individuals who know no 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 they they know it you cannot convince me otherwise they know that what they are doing is morally and humanely just humanly wrong and yet they don't care because to them there will not be any consequence For their actions And we have seen no, that for It's it true,
0: because, alright, let's yeah. jump over to something else Now, here's the thing, right Let's look at what's going on with your friend Puffy And the little girl who's actually from right here in New London, Connecticut, Cassie Right? See, here's a part of the problem when we get money, and by we, I'm talking about the black and brown people, we get stupid sometimes and we, we don't think. And we forget that we have that new privilege and we look away from our community and toward where we feel we will prosper. Because the truth is, Manny, we have black and brown people in these elected positions. What are you fucking doing, dude? How far does it have to go before you say, all right, enough is enough? That man should have never been rehired. I could tell you a fun story, Manny. I know about a high school student who had a whole 504B plan. This happened right here in good old New Haven, Connecticut. And the school blatantly ignored it and they tried to... I don't know what just happened there. We'll just treat that like a commercial break. But for those who are tuning in again, sorry about that. That was just Manny's witchcraft. Ha ha ha! Alright. Um. So Manny, <laughs> you know, let me just recap what was just shared. So we had Ramon in here, and he shared something that was super powerful, folks. Tonight, we are talking about what happened right here at a Connecticut jail, Garner facility to be exact, officer Marlac used excessive force on a black inmate. And he wasn't the only one doing it, he had company. And so that conversation went into the use of power, right? Because we have a problem here. We have a problem, but the question is, what are we gonna do about it, Manny? Because you were talking about something that's super important. The accountability piece right, we could say all these things and point all this out, I mean the fact that and we will share the video when we publish the episode. We have the footage of this man, you know, throwing around the inmate like a beanbag. This is crazy and my tax dollars is paying for that, but yet we have so many people without housing, food, jobs. Manny, help me help myself. What do you think is a Gen Zer? What, what should we do here?
2: Well, you're right. It's the accountability, right? Um, I talk about this all the time uh, when I talk about uh, specifically uh, holding uh, our legislators accountable, our elected officials, right? Um, Because, you know, yes, we as, you know, the constituents and residents of the state, Yes, we have a voice. Yes, we have power in our voice. Um, But with that, it comes its own limitations, right? Obviously, we aren't elected officials. We do not have the same uh, civic power that they do, right? Obviously, they will be in rooms and have conversations that we won't be, right? We won't have.
0: I think that's important. Um, Let's pause there for a minute because I don't know if people understand the impact of that because it happens a lot, right? We have all these alleged community-based committees and shit, but really some of these, in my opinion, are fronts. What's your thoughts, Manny?
2: Well, you know, again, we, we can have the community organizations, we can have the committees, we can have a lot of these things,
0: Right? Right. But at
2: the end of the day, again, you have to realize that we're still only constituents. We're still only residents. We aren't elected officials. And so, yes, we can be on a committee, right? And we can give our opinions and our stances and what we like to see. And all that's all fine and dandy. But when it comes to the end of the line, Right? When all is said and all is done, the ones who are going to have that last say so are going to be the ones who have these civic powers that we give them, right? The elected officials. Key point there we give them that power, right? Therefore, we need to be the ones holding them accountable. Okay? Because, you know, again, a lot of our. state legislators, right, are obviously uh, going to be the ones who, when we're talking about, you know, um, officers and we're talking about people, you know, in the jails, right, correctional officers and and, and that type of personnel, right? Yeah, th- those are the people we need to be going to, our state legislators, right? Because, again, they're the ones who can actually do something but about then, it. but
0: then you see here's the thing this man this case with marlac was known the legislators know about him right we wrote to them too part of the problem is is that they themselves going back to what you're saying i'm not disagreeing i'm just i just want to add to that mm-hmm. to say that they need to you know you can't just sit here and have these we know you're having the conversations let's just say it out loud manny yeah. Let's, just, let's, just, let's just say it out loud, right? You're having these conversations. You're sitting here playing this game. We know you're doing it. And people are fed up now, right? It's Enough is enough. Yeah. My tax dollars should not support you abusing your power. There right. was absolutely no need whatsoever for that man to handle that prisoner that way. None. None. You can't justify that nonsense, but they'll try to, right? The fact that Ramon, I'm still mad about the fact with what Ramon just shared with us when we just got started. I can't Mm -hmm. imagine sitting down, you know, I'm I'm doing my prayer, I'm reading my Quran, and and this is what you do? You dehumanize me? Right. I'm naked and you're making fun of me?
2: I mean, yeah, look, we we, we saw it here in New Haven. Right with, right with Randy Cox. Yes. That on. footage was at I mean uh, nauseating to watch. It was
0: disgusting.
2: Absolutely nauseating the fact that yes. they were tossing him around and handling yes. him you know when he has a broken neck. Right. Okay. He, he, well, he they threw finally- him
0: around like a beanbag too. Oh yeah. Because the I, footage of that was just a tro- yes, did he le- I have I have footage of that yeah. from different angles. There's no way you could look at that Randy Cox situation. If you could look at that, and you could somehow validate that, something's really wrong with you.
2: Absolutely, Absolutely. Something is
0: seriously wrong with you. Because to me, there was no friggin' need for that.
2: No, not at all. Mm -mm. Not at
0: all. You can't justify that nonsense. But you see, that's part of the problem, Manny. Right, going back to what you're saying, Right, it's 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 that it's that same thing. It's well, you know, we have these elected officials who, when they want to get into office, they're your best friends, aren't they?
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: You can't get enough of these fuckers.
2: Oh yeah, no, all yeah, up in my they're, face. They're, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah,
0: yeah. Right. But then, but then, alas, when I need you to step in because if you're going to stand there and say you care about police brutality and all these lovely things that sound good, right? Let's take it a step further and consider the fact, what does that really mean? It means that you could no longer have people in high spaces with biased views. That man should have never been rehired. In fact, if we want to get even deeper, going back to what you're saying with Randy Cox, correct me if I'm wrong, Manny, right? But to the best of my knowledge the officers involved in that had some real questionable stuff going on too didn't they
2: yeah yeah they, they some of them absolutely yeah they had previous incidents
0: yep you see what i'm saying you see what i'm saying like why are these people like why are we allowing these people to retire on our tax dollars yeah. why is this not upsetting other people too right like you know we should be mad about this because this means that we're okay with that. This man was doing nothing wrong, Manny. When I when I looked at it, right, the, the footage of this inmate, all he was doing that I saw that he did is he came out of his, wherever he was at, he was walking towards, you know, his friends or whomever. And then next thing you know, he's getting thrown around like a fucking beanbag. Now, as I started to explain, the thing is with Marlack, he has a history, Manny right mm-hmm. and we have and we've seen right the proof of his nastiness yeah you see what i'm saying it's right there you can't ignore it but yet these people chose to what the fuck but then yeah. but then they'll drive through your neighborhood right because you live in Fairhaven. Let's not forget Fairhaven, hold Mm. on now, hold on now, because you're making some serious bank off of fucking Fairhaven. Just the other day, I was driving down Sherman Avenue. We're here in New Haven, Connecticut, for those who are curious. One of the most darkest streets to drive on at night for no reason. There's absolutely no reason why. As many accidents as happen happened on Sherman Avenue. Why is it so dark on this side, on the Ville side? But mm-hmm. look at who lives there. The same goes for Fairhaven. There's certain streets in Fairhaven, right? They're super dark. There's no lighting. Yeah. People are running the stop signs, yes. including the police. Hello. I love how I saw one just, you know, cruising down Sherman Avenue on his phone. But you love to drape people up for your cell phone, don't you? Mm. That's that bullshit. That's that bullshit. And now I'm getting mad. I'm getting madder. I'm getting madder. Sorry. Not mad. Mad er. Let me be right. Because stop laughing at me. I can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> stop it. Because here's the fact of the matter. What I'm disgusted with is the fact that some of these legislators are bull-faced enough to go and say, I care about my people. Well, if you fucking do, then hold these motherfuckers accountable. Stop giving them power and privilege. Yeah. What? Let me ask you a question. Here, come here, Manny. Let me ask you a question real quick. What the fuck is stopping the legislators from saying to Channel 8, hey, I need you to be less right-wing? They could put it different. However, they want to freeze it. What's the problem with what I just said? A lot. <laughs> 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. What, what are you trying to tell me? What? I, I, are
2: think, you? The, I think the better question you should ask is, um, <laughs>
0: you know, or, or at least
2: the easier question. Sorry, let me phrase it. The easier question I can answer is, uh, what's not wrong mm. uh, with, with that. Um, but even that comes with its own <laughs> caveat. So you so know, here's I see what I mean by that is one Yeah
0: help me out because you know I kinda slow turtelicious. <laughs> you know line, I'm, yeah bottom uh, line.
2: Here we go. bottom line uh it's not politically viable for them. Mm. And here's what that Johnny,
0: means. you know what <laughs> At 18 years old, you you trying to start some shit? You trying to start some it, shit? It, what what, I mean by that what, what brought of... you to this space? Because, <laughs> I mean, why should we be mad, Manny? It's not like Channel Eight is right wing, is it? It's not like it's always glorifying the police. They, they hire like a couple people of color here and there to make it look good. They glorify the bullshit. I mean, that's just me. I don't know you. I mean, how you see it? <laughs> <laughs>
2: so. You know, what's stopping our legislators and, and this not only just goes to, I mean, that particular uh, scenario, you know, you're talking about, but what stops them from uh, engaging in a lot of different things or even publicly speaking about a lot of different things is that whole, you know, political viability standpoint, right? or politically sustainable, okay? Um, They know, okay, that if they were to engage in a certain thing or speak about a certain thing, right, uh, that, yeah, their constituents might like it um, and love them for it, but the other people at the table won't. And if the other people at the table don't like what you're doing or saying, then you get ostracized. Okay? And, and we're not just talking about, oh, they'll give you a couple dirty looks or, you know, they won't uh, invite you out to dinner or send you a Christmas card. No, no, no. We're talking about you Guess will get you left off. Of- not only gaslighting Gatekeeping you, you, you won't be on any committees anymore
0: Gatekeeping, yep, keep yep, going yep.
2: Um, You know, you will earn Oh, you few. sound
0: like a voice of experience <laughs> Quite hmm. a few nicknames
1: <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> You know <laughs> I'm laughing because You know, the truth of the matter is, right It happens more than we talk about The Absolutely. gatekeeping and the gaslighting And we talk about the black and brown organizing on this part intentionally because really and truly that's where they hit us hardest on the job. A lot of us barely make ends meet. I know I'm one of them. It's expensive to be poor here. I have to make some decisions between, you know, putting gas in my car or food in my fridge. Sometimes it's a fact, right? I'm not, I'm not sitting here getting anything handed to me. I have to work hard for nothing. Literally and yeah. if that's how i'm living i'm scared for you and to know that this motherfucker right here officer marlach right now so on the black and brown united in action page we have the video of this assault orchestrated by Marlack against this inmate right you know we have information on this it's very credible right it's there for the world to see okay I I started talking about this Manny earlier and you were also, uh, you know, talking about this just now that gaslighting and gatekeeping is real, especially Mm -hmm. amongst the staff, isn't it? Because as I was sharing the case with my Muslim brother, my comrade, my friend, my peer, who was a correctional officer. I mean, here he is Manny. This is, we're going back in time now. We're going back six years at least. And here's this man, witnessing this white man who's proud of being a white supremacist like manny you talking about to the point that he has like the kkk stuff up all that shit, right and then he comes with the islamophobia oh but wait it gets better he hates immigrants surprise surprise huh not a fan of ninjas either if you know what i'm saying now despite this man taking all you know just picture this now he's the quote unquote all american so he's buff he has the tattoos going the bike the life you see what's going on here the friends they're doing the barbecues everybody's buddies yeah you're together if i uh remember correctly when black and brown united in action also did some coverage on the elections during that time for that ass wipe trump you know, there was a motorcade, I don't know if you ever heard about this one, Manny, when um, Trump was going up for election, there was a motorcade before he got into office that spanned, um, you know, well, no, sorry, as he was coming out, I said that wrong, as he was coming out, because it was, I'm trying to remember now. Because there was two, there was one when he went in, and then there was the one when he went up for reelection. These fuckers were so scared that he would not get reelected. Let me tell you what happens. So it starts off, and it looks like, you know, picture being like in North Haven. Say like, um, because it happened on Colony Road. It was the whole of Colony Route Five. That's the word I'm looking for. So if you know where Route Five is in Connecticut, this shit ended in north haven and spanned all the way past meriden what am i talking about a fucking motorcade of trumpets and most of them were affiliated with the police or the department of corrections what's what's scary about that because here's the other interesting thing let's go back to your favorite topic your other favorite topic Um, the attempted coup on January 6th, right? We still don't know all who was involved, but we do know some of them were affiliated with criminal justice, including police, judges, corrections officer. Manny, help me out. Gen Z, what's going on here? What am I missing?
2: Yeah. (sighs) I mean, you know... I, I mean I I remember, um, when Trump was going up for re-election, uh, and uh, I was driving with um, an aunt of mine, uh, and we were headed we were headed towards Branford on the highway, and. Along the highway there's this kind of like bridge, you know, that pedestrians can walk on. And um I'll never forget that as we're as we're getting closer to the bridge, I I see there's a group of people on the bridge. And what they were doing was hanging a uh Trump flag off of the bridge and then an American flag next to it and they all these signs and stuff or whatever standing on the bridge and you could literally hear them over the cars because they also had megaphones. You hear them over the cars on the highway and they're just yelling and saying the most <sighs> mega things that you know, you could ever hear, right? Just the very stereotypical Trump supporter statements that we've all come to know and despise together, hopefully. (laughs) So, you know, we often have seen that even during his presidency, and then here we are still after, right? These Individuals who subscribe to, I don't, I dare even call it an ideology, but unfortunately, that's what it's become. It's this ideology.
0: Who the uh, fuck having has, them ideas?
2: <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, well.
0: but wait now, pause right there. You can't say them big statements and then move on, man. You need to cut that shit out. You need to pause for a cause. Because you listen i don't know if people really understand the psyche of a trumpet i call them oh. trumpets <laughs> right they come in various shapes and forms and to me yeah. the ones that disappoint me the most are the ones that look like us right yeah. i mean come on
2: yeah really
0: really but then that goes back to what i was saying before some of us when we get power, we get arrogant mm-hmm And we turn from our community and you see, in my opinion, if we had legislators who in this state of Connecticut, who say that they care about democracy for black and brown people and meant it. This wouldn't be a conversation because you know why Marlach wouldn't have gotten rehired because we would have listened when the people said you cannot if officers get dismissed right you can't just be rehiring them. On these bullshit reasons, man. He should have never been allowed back. Someone who has, you know, that mentality, Islamophobia, Manny. How would they able? I mean, you don't. How do you? I don't even have words for that. Make it make sense, Manny
2: Yeah, no, it, it, it's it doesn't make sense, and no. you, you can't try to make sense of it. Right, try to find some type of justification because there simply isn't right There is no justification to it and, and and here's what goes with that, right? It's the fact that here we have and this I've seen it across the state, right We have individuals like you said, who abuse their power and their positions. and you know and, and what happens is once they're investigated right or, or being penalized, they come up with these sob stories, right? And these stories of I'll do better or I'm a changed person or whatever. But no, like the fact is that they aren't. They're very much still the same people as they were.
0: Right, and probably even more because, okay, I started talking about Puffy and Cassie. Cassie is from New London, Connecticut cute little girl. We should have known something was wrong when this old ass man had interest in this young ass girl. But you know, we glorify, you know, the abuse of children and the shithole. We like to glorify sexual assault, domestic violence and shit. Because here's another random fact, Manny. Correct me if I'm wrong. Correction officers and police officers are often charged with you know, we have those cases of domestic violence, sexual assault, these violent acts.
2: Oh, uh, you're all right about that.
0: So what the fuck is the point mm-hmm. of saying that when you're hiring me, you're going to do this psych evil and la 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 yeah. What was the point of that sentence then? Yeah. Help me. No, help I, me I understand. Think, <laughs> you know,
2: the, the thing is, is that <clears throat> I believe, I personally believe that... The psychological evaluations that are conducted, right, are not only one outdated, but they are not extensive enough. Okay? There's some very borderline... Let me tell you uh, something, you know what's fucked up
0: about that? And correct me if I'm wrong. When -hmm. they want to arrest your ass, they get creative, don't they? Mm Mm-hmm. They get real creative, let you be somebody the police don't like, let you be somebody that on their radar. And that could come from even not sharing the popular opinion, can't it? Yeah. Right. Because often police also exercise the will of those above them. So sometimes these cases of brutality, like you were talking about Randy Cox, I saw the footage, you saw the footage, man, as a mother, I looked at that thing. You know, my brother suffered from a head injury. So that was something that hit near and dear to my heart, right? Thankfully, he can walk around and stuff, but he has the effects of said injury. You don't no. recover from that 100%. No. You know, this man had to learn how to walk all over again because these assholes like to joyride with people in a paddy wagon and think it's cute. huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're driving around, Manny, with you in the back of the party wagon with no seatbelt on, which actually is against the law.
2: Right, right.
0: Right. Let's let's not forget that part. Right. Because let me tell the people who find for the folks who thought why Manny Manny well, why Randy only got what was it, forty five, something like that? Million?
2: Yeah, I think so. Something like
0: that. Something like that. So folks were a little disappointed by that. They were a little like Oh, well, he should have gotten more. Let me explain some to you. Pay attention to what Puffy just did. Here's this little girl, because she is a little girl. And here's, here's the problem we have in this shithole. We talk about the criminalization and stigmatization, but sometimes we do it the worse. Because you see, the thing is with Cassie, she's cute, right? Manny, she's, a, she's easy on the eyes. She's an attractive girl, that little singer if you know who I'm talking about. And, yeah. you know, people should have seen that something was wrong when he had interest in her because it didn't seem like a match to me, right? So part of the problem is she, like it was not even a full 24 hours. She filed her case against him and he settled for a hundred million. Now that number is important because you see what most folks don't know is Cassie had actually been trying to negotiate with him outside of court for 30 million dollars. And he kept telling her she's a gold digger, yada yada yada. She's like, All right, be cute. Let me go grab a lawyer and come back. And that's what she did. Now, Manny, at the tender age of 18, what the fuck did you have to do? Right? For her? Now remember, she, she wanted to deal with you and bargain for 30, right? How she end up with 70 million more, Manny? You know why? Just the same reason as Randy Cox. Because when the evidence is there, they want to settle that shit. That has to get off the books fast. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, the other thing people need to understand, going back to Randy Cox, understand the fees involved. That was a big problem with Randy Cox's case because the process itself is fucked up. It's meant to drag it on so you not only waste my time, but you spend down my money. So while I'm having to go to therapy and shit, you're talking about, well, you know, since the city's involved, this one and that one, the baker, the candlestick maker, the people down the street, them over there, everybody needs to go do this and that, and it has to take time. And so what people don't realize is, as these processes go through the city, they also hit a different budget line on the city budget. What that turns into, it goes back now, on the credit side of that lawsuit. So even if he asked for a hundred million dollars, they found a way to fuck him down to 45. And the fact is, if he decided to carry on that case any longer, it would have been lower than that. That's a fact. That's a fact. Because you see, every time he presented evidence, what they're gonna play the game of, well, we have to put it into this. We have to do that and spend down the money. Because then they'll turn around and say, well, actually, after X, Y, and Z audit. See, people need to pay attention to shit like that. How you happen to run an audit when you see you have to settle this case. Hmm, that's interesting, isn't it, Manny? Mm. Hmm. Hmm, Manny said, hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to New Haven, brother. Right? So (laughs) if you have shit like that happening, right? Of course, you'll have a correctional officer if you have police, because in Randy, case, Randy Cox's case, right, it was what five officers. Come on, uh,
1: yeah. yeah.
0: People I mean you, you don't need to be a mathematician like this, this is ridiculous isn't it right, so of course you're going to have somebody like officer Marlack who thinks he could just throw around an inmate. And then he had friends helping him. It was one inmate versus at least five of them. Now, what he's supposed to do in that situation, Manny? What's hmm. supposed to happen there? Now, let me ask you this question. You are ready? You know it's coming. You should know this question was coming. If you didn't know, well, you're just going to find it. You were today's years old when you found out. Gen Z. Gen Z with the eye on the office. And more importantly, and I want to stress this piece of that. For change and not just the word change, right? We're talking about yeah. changing laws, aren't we, Manny? We're talking about being bold enough to challenge yes, some laws and constitutions, aren't we? Because, you know, I was, yeah. you know, so many days old because I'm over it that we are beyond the point of taxing Yale. So we need to have the Mannies in office. <laughs> We need yeah for real for real because i don't understand why it's taking connecticut that long for real i I don't get it but my point is as a gen z headed in that direction you should know where i'm going in this situation here at the garner facility with that inmate and that officer you're a legislator manny what would you do
2: Um, upon hearing of the incident, right? Uh, and you know, that's when it starts, right? I'm not talking about all after it comes to the news or, you know, after the constituents start asking me. No, 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 no. Because one thing I want to make very clear, if you think for a second that the legislators and the, the people in power don't hear About this before it comes on to the media, before it comes to constituents' attention or anyone else's attention, you don't think that they know about it before then, you're sorely mistaken. Okay? Immediately. Immediately. Okay? I'm going to do everything I can to get that officer to face justice.
0: Come on. And now. justice means. Stop it. Come on. And you know, And wait a minute. And been. you're not going to sit. I, I, I got. Listen, y'all to understand some. This this man means it. Because I don't picture you just sitting behind a computer and saying no, that. Oh, are no, you? Oh,
2: no. Oh, no. No, 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 no.
0: No, conversations are going to be had because I oh, love yeah. what you said. People need to understand something. You, you're damn right, Manny. Before that shit, because this story did hit the news. It was published November 10th, thereabouts. You just got to put in Marlack and you'll you'll see him pop up. It's in the Connecticut Insider. It's in the Hartford Current. It's in different spaces, but nothing, not a peep from a legislator.
2: Yeah. Well, I bet.
0: You see that? Now, you just said before it gets there, they knew about it.
2: No, look at that. Oh, 100%. No, those things are, are absolutely told to the higher-ups and, and to legislators. Again, before it gets put on a press release, before constituents know. Oh, yeah. It does. It, it gets directly reported to them because, again, it, it's it's seen as something that can and probably will go out to the public, right, that will bring attention to it and it's going to turn into some type of mess, whatever. So yeah. So they, they tell the parties that they feel need to be told before all that and nine times out of 10, that is going to be whatever legislators they feel, um, you know, are, are closest or there's more pertinent or whatever the case is. So, yeah. So immediately upon hearing it, right. Um, you know, it's not going to be me sitting behind a desk talking about all oh, this needs to get done. No, no. It's me talking either to, you know, my executive assistant or calling up, you know, the, uh, you know, State Department of Corrections or someone and talking about, all right, I'm coming down to the office now. Right. And by the time I get there, that officer needs
0: to be there. No, like I should here's be another in thing that I found out, Manny. I yeah. found out that it is true that when legislators are planning visits, and this was shared with me by a legislator, certain facilities are, you know, particular of which legislators they allow to. Oh meet. yeah. And that needs what the, what these legislators, the affected, need to do. You all need to talk up out these fuckers, man. Yeah. Don't just sit there and let it happen and say nothing because if the people don't know, we can't address it. Let the people hold them accountable. This but, needs to stop.
2: Then again, it goes back to th- those two words I said before political mm-hmm. viability, mm-hmm. right? Political sustainability. Mm-hmm. Okay. That is why it is so difficult and so hard for some of our elected officials. To Mm -hmm. out those people, right?
0: Well, see, but Manny, hold on. This is concerning because there's a couple things we need to think about going into the next election. Mm -hmm. Number one, the state of housing. That is very Mm -hmm. important because what's happening is people's registration, their voter registration is all over the place. Some people, you know, the access to the vote, it all goes under that. Yeah. Right. You see, all these things are happening. We have to do something. There's no more, you know, well, they're just going to do the song and dance. No, 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 no. We got to hold these people accountable. We have to hold these people accountable. We can't keep putting these people in office. I have to bring it up. You know, I have to go here. Who the fuck does not vote for a ceasefire? Here we are. How many days now, Manny? How many Shoot. children died in Gaza? Yeah. And and these people still haven't called for a ceasefire. So I don't know about the rest of y'all, but my faith in, in, in these people right here, I have none. There's no more heroes. Mm-mm. We need new blood. We need people like you, Manny. We need people who would actually not just say it, but do it. Actually yeah. do it. Because Absolutely. that's part of the problem. That's a big yeah. part of the problem. And 100%. I, and, You see what I'm saying? Because if you know as a legislator that they are gatekeeping you from certain facilities, because I do know of a case of a legislator who wanted to pop up at a facility where she had heard a concern about, but when they heard she was coming, they claimed that they had some internal something, Mm -hmm. something happening. See what that legislator needed to do? Pick up the fucking phone and call the news and have a press conference.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: My vote costs that. Mm -hmm. You said you cared about criminal justice. You said you cared about prison reform. That's part of it. Because I'm tired of these people. And the fact that it's how many days now, how many children have to die in Gaza? Mm -hmm. A whole generation is about to be wiped out and you're just sitting there. Make it make sense, Manny.
2: Like I said earlier, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense.
0: It doesn't. And this is why I say to you it's important, you know, for folks to recognize the use. We have a lot of use in society. We have a lot of young people who want to make this change, but we, as the older set, we have to be comfortable with handing it off. Okay, he might make a mistake, but that's part of the transition, though. People make mistakes all the time. You know, something that bothers me? I hate when people get in a tizzy because I ask a question too much to me that's a sign to Mm. me that's a sign for real because if you can't have I can't remember everything all the time I forget things but if you're the kind of person that if I ask you something once twice three times other people do it right if you get upset with that to me that says that you know it says a lot about your personality
2: absolutely
0: it says a lot about your personality, like you have a temperament about certain things that, you know, it may conflict with what what I believe in. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't leave room for, you don't leave room for change when you have that mindset is what I'm trying to say. Because you see,
1: Absolutely.
0: the part of the problem, in my opinion, we built this prison system with this false sense of perfection and here we are. We have people like Officer Milak. Who got laid off for Islamophobia and and harassment? Who got rehired? I know some hardworking Black and Brown people who could use a job, and they can't get hired, and they have no record. So you tell me, very, you know what very I'm saying? True. So it's all those things to consider, right? And we're not gonna end the conversation here, are we, Manny? We have no. much more because. I do want us to address the situation with, you know, we're going to be talking about this soon. um, You know, the situation with Cassie and Puffy because we have a problem here in this country with the abuse of women. Right and children that doesn't get the attention it deserves and part of the problem is primarily especially in the black and brown communities. We do not give space for that forgiveness and acceptance. You see, Manny, if we were able to do that successfully, we would have more of our reformed, post incarcerated, however they want to say it, I don't know the verbatim these days. But those who have, you know, served been incarcerated, right, who re enter society, they have to deal with the typecast and they have to deal with all this shit. I mean, when does it stop, Manny?
2: You're very right. You're very, very true. You're very,
0: very yep. Yeah. It all ties together right and here's this man making millions of dollars and he gets away with sexual assault trafficking but we have brothers and sisters sitting in jail for bullshit some of them just ran a light somebody lost their temper probably cost somebody out i mean some people are in jail for some dumb ass shit for real for real i didn't say everybody in there didn't do some some people did some shit that i wouldn't want done to anybody or you know at all Absolutely. however there are the ones who for real but we don't even talk about that and that's another thing we have to talk about what the fuck? and we we talk about this quite a lot don't we manny what did yeah. we learn from COVID? nothing hmm. not one damn thing so before we close out for tonight manny what's your parting thoughts <sighs>
2: Um my boy had to take a breath. He's
0: like, Jesus. <laughs> you, <laughs> we, we breathe life into yourself, man. He's like, Oh god. <laughs> because it's true, because when you sit down and you think about it, it's hard to have like that glimmer of hope, you know.
2: Yeah. And yeah, that's
0: why we have to do a better job of taking care of each other. Yeah. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. Um so, you know, uh I, I wanna echo a lot that's been said here. Right, It's the fact that um, too many people in positions of power or authority um, abuse it. And they abuse it in ways that should never, ever have been done. Uh, the oppression, the injustice... The overall uh, just disregard for humanity, for morality, is sickening. And yet, here we are. And somewhere in this country, and probably multiple places in this country, on a daily basis, okay, day to day, do these things happen. And I think about that sometimes. And, and, and not only does it sadden me, but it motivates me. It motivates me to continue doing what I'm doing and to seek that elected official position. Um, I know it's hard for people to have hope. I know it's hard for people to see a brighter future. I don't condemn you, nor do I shame you for not being able to see it. Because I understand that a lot of the factors around us in our environment, in our country, and in our world uh, play huge factors into why it's hard to have hope and why it's hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel. So I don't shame you, nor do I condemn you. What I tell you is this, is that I will continue to have that hope. I will continue to strive for seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. Um, if I'm the only hopeful person in a group of 10,000, that's okay. Uh because as Three Fifths has said so many times in so many episodes, right, it often starts with the believers, with the dreamers, right? And I wholeheartedly believe and it is a dream of mine that one day, <laughs> one day we actually will get it right. And if I'm not here to live to see it, if neither of us are around anymore, that's okay. But as long as the generations that are coming after us will be able to reap the benefits of all of the hard work that we do in our lifetimes, then that's all that matters. Okay? Yeah, it'd be great. It'd be phenomenal for us to see it. (laughs) But, I understand that for many that seems like an impossible reality. And so what I will tell you is our message is always, you have the potential and the capacity to enact the greatest changes this world has ever seen. Be it in any capacity that you can, whether it's behind the scenes or on the front lines, both are equally effective and impactful as the other. As for me, CJ, Three fifths, and Amy, and so many amazing people that I've gotten the pleasure to know, we'll be doing our part in establishing a better world for our children, our grandchildren, and again, the many generations that are not yet here. I'll be on the front lines getting on the nerves of people who I'm sure would love to see me gone. But it's all, again, in the hopes for a better tomorrow. I only ask of your support, your belief, encouragement of each other, support each other, and love one another. And tonight, if you don't remember anything else, is to be grateful because the children over there on the other side of the world are dealing with death, violence, and sounds Many of us will never, ever know. So just take the time to be grateful of your position. And pray for those who are enduring such oppression.
0: You know, that's why we have to have him. That's why he has to be here. And we're so happy he's part of it. Can't thank him enough. You know, he could be doing anything else. But here he is ranting away with me. And you know challenging the system and we need to give that space right and i'm talking to my gen and older now. We need to stop being so arrogant, we need to recognize we don't know everything and mistakes are okay I make mistakes, all the time, but we need to be nicer to each other, most of all, before we tune out, I would just like to ask everyone to join us in a moment of silence. For our friends in Gaza and around the world. Peace and oppression. O Allah, help and protect the people of Palestine. O Allah, ease their pain and suffering. O Allah, help those who are in need. O Allah, fortify their hearts and calm them, like you granted Yusuf's heart peace in the well. O Allah, bestow of mercy, bestow your mercy on them. O Allah, you are the giver of victory. Oh, Al-Fatah, you are the opener of doors. Please grant them freedom and victory. Let me tell you some, if nobody reminded you all, I think you're pretty amazing. I never said it would be easy. I won't lie and say we always agree. But I will say in those times and spaces, we might figure out some really pretty amazing solutions that we probably wouldn't have think about otherwise. And let's take a minute to be nice to each other, okay? Here's a word for the week, consideration. Try it out. Say good morning when you enter spaces or, you know, good evening, whichever, salutation. Smile. It's okay to write a pleasant email. (laughs) It's okay to wish somebody a great day. Let's start off simple. Just be kind to each other. Okay? If you need a minute, if you need to take a minute to breathe, do that. Be nice to yourself. Take that walk. Cry for no reason. You know, bake that cake you want to try out or that bread or whatever it is. But take some time for yourself because you can't pour from an empty cup. And right now we're in a place in history where I don't know about you, but you could feel the tension. You could see it in the drive-in. You could feel it in the spaces, in in the stores. You could look at the grocery sales to see it. You can see it in the tents that are popping up in the parks and everywhere else. Right? You can see it from the store closing signs or the children who are looking like they didn't eat last night. Hmm. So, as he said, and thank you, Manny, humility is a hell of a thing. As he said, please do that. Be grateful. Be thankful. You at least got an opportunity to wake up and complain. Those babies in Gaza. The ones who are surviving, kinda, they have PTSD. I can't imagine what they're smelling. I don't even wanna think about it. I try not to, but I do anyway, huh, Who figure. But just be grateful you're here. And let's think about that. Let's think about those little things. Think about these people who have all this money, power, and all of that. look at what they're doing with it. But we, as he said, we could do better it's hard i know some days i have to figure it out my damn self because some days i say why do i bother because sometimes it's our own who bring us down the hardest right but i know when allah is with me i'm not alone whoever whatever you believe in i'm sharing that with you and if you don't believe in that we're here so there you go boom we figured it out together well that's all for tonight. Thank you all so much for continuing to liking and sharing and subscribing and all that. We truly, truly appreciate it. We can't do what we do without you all. So please take care of yourself. All right. That's all for now. Fist up, smile on, peace, CJ.